All right, welcome back to Local News Live. I popped up Mike Bell here with me because I have a question for Mike. As we all know, today is Black Friday. And so we talked about this earlier, Mike. There's Gray Thursday, Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, and then one more, what is it? Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. I don't think Sunday really gets, I guess Sunday's still for I guess God. Sun so, right, yeah. yeah. Sunday is, it is a day to rest after a busy, busy week. Especially when you're shopping for so many great deals. I know. Oh. And Mike's been getting calls asking him what he wants for Christmas and if he wants any deals. So it's been at the, the top of our mind all day long. But it's important to shop small on Saturday. And Mike, do you know why? Important to shop small on Saturday? Yeah. Uh, you know, okay, in my time at the papers and doing stuff, I mean, supporting local business is always a good idea. Is that, the, is that the idea? Is that the answer? Yes, that's the answer. And I do have a fun stat for you, Mike. Let's pop it up here. An American Express study found that an average, on average, two-thirds of every dollar, which is 67 cents, spent at small businesses in the United States stays in the local economy. So that's, I mean, so you're shopping, you're buying gifts, and you're also helping your local economy. So speaking of which, I'm about to introduce a Wisconsin small business owner, and her name is Cassie Ambrosius. Cassie, I hope I said your last name correctly. Welcome. Thank you for joining yeah. us here on Local News Live. We really appreciate you Thank being you here today. Um, all right, so you t have a business, and I'm actually going to pop up some video of it um, while you're talking. So you have a business. It's called Cassie's Clay Creations. Uh, tell us a little bit more about what exactly your business is about. Yes, so I make uh, handmade polymer clay earrings. So um, polymer clay is extremely lightweight, easy to wear, um, and I make them into fun shapes and designs with um, colors that I mix myself um, and assembly and all that. So from beginning to end, uh, hand make those creations and um, share them with, with the world. <laughs> and I've been struck by just how artistic and colorful these earrings are. What made you decide to jump into this business, this clay earring business? So I kind of actually first started it at the beginning of the pandemic, looking for a hobby like many people. Um, but kind of quickly, uh, as we went back to work and kind of started to resume normal life again, it kind of went to the wayside. Um, and then this year, earlier this year, I had a beautiful baby boy. And after uh, he was born, I started to experience some PPD and um, postpartum anxiety and really needed something to do with my hands that kept me busy during nap time and after bedtime. Um, because I was just finding myself, um, you know, thinking things that were, you know, you know, oh, my baby had a bad day, must be my fault, you know, some of those things that we can't control. And, and I really wanted something that was constructive, um, that made me feel accomplished and uh, a creative outlet. And I said, hey, I still have all these supplies from uh, the beginning of the pandemic. Let me try that again and, and see how it goes. And I have been absolutely loving it. It's really helped me come a long way in a short period of time. And um, has really allowed a creative outlet for me to express myself. And clay earrings, to me, that's very, very unique. So where did you come up during the pandemic? Most people were baking loaves of bread. Some were gardening. I know me and my husband tried our hand at gardening. Those plants died, was not successful. Where did you come up with the idea for specifically clay earrings? 
I think I'd actually seen another creator um, making clay earrings. It kind of really started to rise in popularity um, at the beginning of the pandemic, and it was still able to do some curbside pickup for items like that. Um, so I started kind of just playing around with it, just giving away to my friends and family at first, and just really fell in love with the endless uh, possibilities for creativity that come along with it. And when did you post pandemic when you jumped back into it? When was that? How long ago was that? And how has it been going essentially? Um, so that was um, only at the beginning of October. So not that long ago, actually, that I've been um, really into it again. And I've done a in-person show since then. Um, and now I sell on my own website and market through Facebook and Instagram and have had a, quite a great amount of success. It's been um, surpri surprising to me. I obviously am very pleased with um, how well it's going. Um, I am uh, having a Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday deal on my website all weekend. And the, the response already has been crazy. I My goal was like five orders this weekend and I've already gotten 15 and we're still on the first day. So I'm blown away by the support of of people, um, mostly still my family and friends at this point, but I got my first, I call it my stranger order, someone I didn't know. Um, obviously support from family and friends is fantastic, but the validation of someone that isn't uh, invested in you supporting your business and, and finding what you do interesting is like even cooler, I think. <laughs> and one thing I should mention to you, oh, actually, Mike, did you have a question? I, I, Let, let's bring Mike in. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, so I do have one question. Real quick, how many of these uh, pairs, sets of earrings can you knock out on a on a really productive day, would you say? Because I used to run kind of like a, a little bit of a small business. I used to paint armies for people for like nerdy hobbies and stuff. So that would take weeks on end sometimes. How, how many of these pairs of earrings can you knock out when you're when you're really in the in the mode, I suppose? Yeah, so let's say I, I'm having a productive day would be uh, honestly two good naps for my son <laughs> so that I can uh, have time to do that. Um, so we're talking probably about three hours of dedicated time to work on um, earrings during a day. And, you know, it's kind of hard to measure exactly how much one pair would take because you're talking about mixing colors, you're talking about cutting, you're talking about the baking time, assembly, any painting that needs to be done, sealing, um, and then obviously um, assembling onto cards posting on the website. Um, so I probably work in batches. It probably takes, um, I would say, maybe six hours from start to finish to make, let's say, 15 pairs. Wow. That's incredible. So that's, I mean, I was, I thought you were going to say like maybe eight pairs in, in a <laughs> solid like a day, day and a half. So I, I wish I had that kind of motivation and that kind of work ethic that you do, even with I've been there, I have a two-year-old, I have another on the way, trying to dedicate myself to my hobbies and during nap time, after work, or after they go to bed and everything. It's, it can be quite a challenge. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's finding those times and carving out those times because I know it makes me a better person to focus on him as well. So um, I think all in all, it helps both of us. Yeah, and I did want to mention that this is your side hustle. So this is in yes. some, this is, <laughs> As talk about carving out pieces of time. You must have been very efficient at this. And how old is your son now? So he just turned nine months old. Nine months. So you were able to start a business within the first nine months of his life. And how old was he when you began to really in earnest start ramping this up again? 
Um, he was about seven months old. Okay, so a couple months. Yeah. So, I mean, that is all in all impressive. You know, Mike's a parent, I'm a parent, especially the first year of your kid's life. It's so chaotic. So I'm definitely impressed that you have found the time and have carved, consistently carved out this time to create, I think, these works of art, really, essentially. So very impressive. So do you have any tips for... Uh, anybody that's interested in starting a side hustle like this and how specifically to carve out time if somebody else wants to start their own small business? I think it's really finding something that you're passionate about and obviously something that you can either you are good at or can get good at um, with some practice. Um, so I think it's really just finding your niche and finding what uh, works for you. I have uh, many other maker friends who make everything from, you know, resin jewelry to um, charcuterie boards to stickers. And it's really just about finding your passion. And then obviously if it's something you want to actually sell and monetize, um, it's something that you uh, need to be able to do that with as well. So, um, and finding people that support you, finding your tribe. I think that's always important too. And when did you realize, hey, this is actually going well for me? You know, these clay creations are turning out actually pretty decent. And I would say they're more than decent, but I'm sure at some point you had to, you know, it was trial and error at first. Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, really, when I did my first in-person show earlier this month, that was really uh, kind of the solidifying uh, moment for me is when all these people that I didn't know were like, oh, my God, these are amazing. These are so beautiful. You know, I want to buy some. I want your card. I can't wait to see what else you make. Um, so for me, that's kind of really where it, it took off and, and kind of took on a life of its own and doing another show next month. And so it just hopefully will continue to grow from here. Awesome. And I do want to take some time to talk a little bit about postpartum depression because I do feel like it's something that not a lot of people talk about openly. There's always that stigma when it comes to not only postpartum depression, but postpartum anxiety. And my son is, uh, he just turned one, and I had to experience and battle postpartum anxiety. So it's something that I think the more we talk about out loud, the more it helps people who may be feeling like they're going through some of this and not entirely sure what to do next. Um, so for me, I definitely, the first step and the hardest step was asking for help. Can you kind of talk a little bit about your experience uh, when you first started realizing something was wrong and how you kind of navigated that tough journey? Yeah, I never really experienced the baby blues, as they call them, you know, that kind of right after birth um, dip in, in hormones and things like that. Mine was much later, didn't really start till about four or five till he was about four or five months old. Um, and for me, it was, you know, when he would have a bad day, I would take it extremely personally. Um, and I, my mind would race with, you know, how I'm failing as a mother. Um, you know, if he didn't want to breastfeed for a day, I would immediately go to, oh my gosh, we're going to have to switch to formula. Our whole life is going to go upside down. And really just you know, letting those thoughts race um, during nap time and after bedtime. Um, so my first step was to to find a therapist. Um, so I reached out to a number of therapists in the area, found one that specialized in PPD and a, uh, postpartum anxiety. And she really helped me navigate um, kind of the root causes of that. And for me, a lot of it was stemming from a pretty traumatic um, birth story experience. Um, I had to have a um, emergency C-section with my son um, that was quite traumatic. And uh, our story leading up to uh, conceiving him, we battled for infertility for a long time as well. So kind of a lot of culminating issues. And I think I hadn't really addressed a lot of that. Um, and then that kind of spilled into 
uh, life postpartum. So talking all that through my therapist, getting to the root causes of that. And, you know, when she asked me, what do you do when he goes down for a nap or what do you do when he goes to bed? I said, well, I just kind of scroll on my phone um, as many of us do. And uh, so she really encouraged me to find something more constructive um, to feed my time and energy into. And um, since starting to do that, I've noticed uh, a world of difference in in myself and then also how I deal with his bad days too. Um, I don't take it too personally anymore. Um, and I know that we all have bad days and he just can't tell me what's wrong <laughs> like the rest of us can. So we're still navigating, uh, kind of communicating with each other. Well, I definitely want to thank you for sharing your story and the struggles that you went through because um, I was looking through some stats earlier today and I'm going to pop them up here for you. Um, about one in eight women experience symptoms of postpartum depression and the rate of postpartum depression diagnosis is increasing. It's seven times higher in 2015 than in 2000. And for some of you who may be new mothers watching this, here's a stat that maybe you should know. Postpartum depression starts one to three weeks after birth and can last months or years after birth. And we can go over some of the symptoms in a little bit, but I do think it's important for people who are joining us right now uh, with Cassie that you're not alone if you're facing some of these symptoms. And postpartum depression is the most often talked about, but postpartum anxiety is also a big part of it. And if you're going through this, just know you're not alone. And the more people like me and Cassie Cassandra can share our stories, the more you'll know that you don't have to go through this all by yourself. So I love hearing your story, Cassie, and I love the fact that you channeled that energy um, and, you know, your therapist was very, very smart in coming up with that idea, especially because I honestly, I didn't know you were this artistic, <laughs> Cassie. <laughs> you have lots of talents, but, and for those of you who may not know, uh, Cassandra, I call you Cassie, but Cassandra <laughs> is your name. Um, we went to college together, so we've had quite a long history uh, of knowing each other. And so I, I've been a huge supporter of her new business, and I'm really excited that you were able to join us today. Is there anything else you'd like to add about your business or postpartum depression or anything like that? I would just say, like you mentioned earlier, the, the importance of supporting local. Uh, you know, obviously, it's easy to go to Amazon and the big box stores to buy your items for this Christmas. But I cannot tell you, every time an order comes through, I literally, like, my heart skips a beat and I squeal a little. Um, it's just so exciting um, to see people support you. And there's just nothing that compares to someone hand-packing your package, you know, a handwritten note in there. Um, it just makes a world of difference to us to know that um, someone appreciates what we're doing. So... I would say support small if you can this holiday season. Yeah, and I probably can assure you that someone over at Amazon isn't doing a happy dance or squealing anytime you hit add to cart. So definitely make the day of your local small business folks anywhere they may be. And if people want to find you, Cassie, where can they if they're interested in buying some of your, your product? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, Cassie's Clay Creations. And then I also have a site on Square. Um, so it's cassies-clay-creations.square.site. And we also linked your business page as well in this Facebook Live post. So you can also go there easy. It's hyperlinked. Definitely do that. Well, Cassie, I am really excited you were able to join us today and highlight two very important topics, not only postpartum depression, but also shopping small because tomorrow is 
Small Business Saturday. So we really appreciate you. Thank you so much, Cassie, again. Awesome. Thanks for having me. All right, so we were just interviewing Cassandra Ambrosius. I have to get her name right there. Um, and again, postpartum depression is a very serious issue that oftentimes does go undiagnosed. So what I wanna do is share some information and resources for you in case this is something that you're going through or somebody you know is going through. So let's go over those postpartum depression statistics again. And the source for this is the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. One in eight women experience symptoms of postpartum depression. And the rate of PPT diagnosis is increasing. It's seven times higher in 2015 than in 2000. And postpartum depression starts one to three weeks after birth, and it can last months or years after giving birth. In case you're not sure whether you're going through postpartum depression or just the baby blues, let's go through some of these symptoms here for you. <clears throat> it involves crying more often than usual, feelings of anger, withdrawing from loved ones, feeling distant from your baby, worrying or feeling overly anxious, thinking about hurting yourself or your baby, doubting your ability to care for your baby. And that's something that uh, Cassandra just highlighted as she struggled with those feelings a lot of not feeling like she was doing a good enough job. And she, of course she was. And here are some symptoms of postpartum anxiety, which is another separate postpartum issue that has different symptoms than postpartum depression, but is just as serious. If you have postpartum anxiety, here's some of the symptoms you may feel. Constant worrying, feeling that something bad is going to happen, racing thoughts, disturbances of sleep and appetite, and then inability to sit still. Physical symptoms like dizziness, hot flashes, and nausea, and certainly panic attacks also go along with that. And it's very common actually in this country. Here is a map that I'll pull up for you of the rates of postpartum depression in the United States. And these, at least these are for the states that you, we have data for. This is according to the CDC, Centers for Disease Control. On average, 13% of women have symptoms of depression after the birth of their baby. And you can see the different colors there, uh, ranging from under 11% to 11 to 13%, 13 to 15%, and then more than 15%. So definitely a topic that a lot of people can relate to. All right, and if you need help and if you want um, to reach out to other resources, I would recommend going to the CDC's website. That's where you can find a whole slew of resources. They've got you know anything from checklists to phone numbers you can call. So definitely an important resource, go to cdc.gov. All you have to do is search postpartum depression or anxiety and you can find those resources there. So okay, we kind of sandwiched uh, Small Business Saturday with an important topic. So let's go back to Small Business Saturday. Small Business Saturday is tomorrow and it is your chance to support small businesses. And just like we learned with Cassandra, small business owners have a variety of motivations for having their business. And when you buy from them, it is a way to support that. So 
when you're out and about, just consider that and let's go through how much of the return on your local economy is again. The American Express study says an average of two-thirds of every dollar, which is 67 cents, spent at small businesses in the U.S. stays in the local economy. All right, Mike, I'm going to pop you up here while we wrap up this segment. All right, there we go. Let me click the right buttons. That's always very important. There we go. All right, Mike, so we went over postpartum depression stats. We went over Small Business Saturday, and today is Black Friday. So is there anything else that you would like to add or contribute to before we sign off? Oh, Lord, uh, just uh, three very big topics. One, um, I don't know if, if it counts as postpartum depression or not, but there is a thing with fathers after yes. uh, uh, you have a newborn that sometimes you can feel distant mm -hmm. uh, uh, from, from your wife, from the mother of your child, and, and from your, your brand new bouncing baby. Uh, thankfully, I don't believe I suffered from that very much, but there were times where I started to get a little stir crazy at home, mm -hmm. uh, where I was like, I need to get out of the house, I've been watching the baby, I've been taking care of my wife all day and stuff, which makes me sound very selfish and awful. but. That is an important feeling, and right. it's not something you should disregard as well. So for the guys out there, if you are having some issues as well, do what Cassandra said, and from what Victoria's been saying, get some help. Get help. Talk to a specialist. And it, it's not wrong to feel those feelings, but go and do something about it instead of just stewing in yeah. your feelings, because that doesn't help anybody, especially your newborn and your partner. Uh, that being said, Small Business Saturdays, awesome idea. I covered it once in Sioux City when I was at the newspaper there. Got to interview a lot of really cool people running some antique stores and stuff in Sioux City, Iowa. I always wanted to run a small business myself. I always wanted to open up a comic book store. Maybe someday I will, probably after I retire in about 90 years. But the, <laughs> but the fact of the matter being, people who pursue small businesses, go into business for themselves, be their own boss, try to make something with their hands or anything mm -hmm. like that, Nothing but respect for those people. Yeah, I mean, and they're artistic, and I'm not, so I will buy all of your crafts, all of your things, because I cannot do it myself. Exactly. But before we switch off of that topic, Mike, I do want to double down and say that postpartum depression in men is a very real thing. It does affect men, and it a lot of the same symptoms that women go through it affects men the same. So I don't want any f new fathers out there to feel like this is only reserved for women because there are studies that have been done that it does affect men. And the first thing that you should do is don't discount it and say, my wife's gone through all the hard work. I can't complain. No, it's a very real thing for both men and women. So all I can recommend is get help. Don't sit in it alone because it affects a lot of people and you aren't alone. So on that note, we've covered two very kind of different topics. Heavy but topics today, but also, you know, <laughs> good topics. These are things yeah, we're I talking mean, about. Yeah. Just shopping is kind of a light topic and postpartum depression is kind of a heavy topic, but we've wrapped that all up in a little bow and hopefully it helps someone watching this. And we do appreciate you for joining us on Local News Live. If you want to watch any local newscasts within Gray Television, you can do so by going to viewit.com and you can search the, that station and you can find full newscasts that you can replay. If you want to watch local news live, you can do so by going to uh, your favorite great website. I was trying to pull up a full screen for you. Didn't work. That's okay.
You can go to uh, your favorite great television website, click Watch Live, and when that station is not in a newscast, that's where you'll see us. So whether you're watching us on Facebook Live, whether you're listening to us on our podcast, or watching us on your favorite great television website, we appreciate you for being here, and we hope that you can uh, share this story if you know someone that's struggling with postpartum anxiety or depression. And don't forget to shop small tomorrow. All right. Thank you so much for joining us here on Local News Live.